Well, dear friends, this morning I have sort of a confession to make, and uh, I, I sincerely hope that you will not think less of me for hearing it, but after all this time I feel like I, I need to share. Years ago, during a very dark time in my life, I actually thought that I might convert to Catholicism. I know, but I was struggling back then, and I thought that the Catholic Church might be my path to clarity and renewed faith in our God. Well, I made an honest effort. I, I set out with weekly meetings with this old gray-haired priest. There were reading assignments and, and prayers to memorize, but, you know, after, after a time, things just did not go well. It seems this Catholic priest would tolerate no questions. Everything he said about God and what was expected from his flock was beyond any doubt or any inquiry. But before too long, I just had to thank him for his time and say goodbye, and I never really looked back. One of the great benefits that we share as members of the Episcopal faith is the absolute freedom we have to question. If we have doubts about what we've been told or what we have read concerning our Episcopal Church and its traditions, we have the ability to ask the tough questions. Now for some, doubt is just the same as having a lack of faith. But according to the Lutheran theologian, Paul Tillich, doubt is not the opposite of faith. It is an element of faith. He suggested rather than suppress our doubts, we should explore them and allow them to set us on a journey of discovery and a deepening of our beliefs and convictions. Our gospel reading today brings us back to those days following the crucifixion of Jesus. His closest disciples are in a state of shock and denial. Fearful for their lives, they huddle together in a room, unsure of what comes next. What comes next is a resurrected Jesus who brings down the Holy Spirit among them, all of them, that is, except for Thomas. He has not been hanging out in hiding with his fellow disciples, and when he does rejoin them, he is somewhat skeptical of what he hears. Well now, as we all know, Thomas gets a bad rap for doubting the resurrection of Jesus and is forever labeled as Doubting Thomas. Well, you know, truth be told, 
He was no more doubtful than all the other disciples. The others couldn't believe that Jesus had risen until he actually appeared to them. Thomas, on the other hand, showed sincere restraint and a proper amount of rational doubt. But when Jesus did appear to him, Thomas proclaimed without any reservation, my Lord and my God. I would like to suggest to you this morning that doubt can be a useful tool that can propel us into deeper learning, serious soul searching, and even spiritual revelation. Many believers struggle from time to time with their own doubts brought about by life's unpredictability and ugly events. Some may have real struggles in their lives that can generate an uncertainty about just where God is to be found in the middle of all the turmoil. This can be true of people like you and me, and it's also true for persons that the church has revered as being among the most very holy. Take, for instance, Mother Teresa. Her diary reveals a saintly person who struggled with a doubt so large it might have crushed the faith of lesser hearts. She wrote to her spiritual confidant, the Reverend Michael Vanderpeet, in 1979, and, and this is a quote, Jesus has a very special love for you. As for me, the silence and the emptiness is so great that I look and I do not see. Listen and I do not hear. It is said for the last nearly half century of her life, Mother Teresa felt no presence of God whatever, neither in her heart or in the Eucharist. That absence seems to have started at almost the same time as she began tending to the poor, the sick, and the dying in the streets of Calcutta. Still, she tended to the least of humanity and dedicated her life to the service of Christ until the very end of her life. The author of Hebrews has written, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Faith, faith does not take away our doubts, but is strengthened by them. Faith does not deliver us from them. Our problems or our heartaches, but gives us the strength to persevere through them. It may be that one of the greatest blessings we have as Christians is the freedom to admit when we have doubts. As faithful and thinking people, we should always have the confidence to ask the tough questions concerning our beliefs. May the glorious resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, the same resurrection, 
Thomas experienced be a power at work in our own lives as we learn to allow our doubts to strengthen our faith. 